Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to gain clarity on your goals by picturing a realistic, ideal week. From time to time, I'll see an exercise in self-help literature that involves picturing a perfect day. The idea is to ponder, in the absence of all constraints, how you'd like to spend your time. Now, I suppose this can be useful in some ways, but there are a few problems with this exercise. One is that if your imagination is good enough, a perfect day doesn't offer a whole lot of insight into your current life. In my perfect day, I'd have a flying car, but no one else would, and thus I could skip traffic. Or maybe there'd be teleportation. I could eat cinnamon rolls all day and not feel sick. I'd probably cure cancer before breakfast while I was at it. This is not a particularly useful thought experiment. The other problem is that we don't live our lives in days. We live our lives in weeks. So even if I'm going to ponder a more realistic good day, should I think of a Tuesday or should I think of a Saturday? They both occur just as often, even if I spend my time quite differently on each day. So that's why I like the idea of creating a realistic, ideal week. This is a schedule that you, within the current parameters of your life, might reasonably expect to live. You don't get a flying car, but you do spend your work hours on your favorite projects. You take breaks to get lunch with friends or colleagues or to get some fresh air. You leave on time, and you do interesting things with your evenings. You spend your weekend hours in rejuvenating ways and minimize time devoted to things you don't enjoy doing. The most straightforward way to picture this week is on a spreadsheet. You can go to lauravandercam.com, that's my website, and fill out the subscription form to be sent a blank time log. Or you can just create one yourself in Excel, Numbers, or Google Sheets. I put the days of the week across the top, Monday through Sunday, and then half-hour blocks down the left-hand side from 5 a.m. to 4.30 a.m. So that is a 336-cell spreadsheet representing the 168-hour week. I fill in what time I'd like to wake up and what time I'd like to go to bed. I fill in my daily runs, maybe a date night with my husband, a family adventure, reading time. I fill in long stretches of uninterrupted writing time and maybe a few walks with individual kids for conversations too. In my realistic ideal week, I'd have a social get-together, maybe a lunch out somewhere. So that's me. I suppose it's an open question of how optimistic this realistic ideal week should be. I mean, how realistic are we talking? I guess in my realistic ideal week, my four-year-old would never wake up before 6.30 a.m. Alas, judging by the past week or so, this is a streak he's unlikely to hit. I might aim to go to bed at 11 or so and wake up at 6.30, but I could leave some flexible time before bed so that if he wakes up at 5.30 a.m., too many mornings in a row, I could start going to bed at 10.30 or 10. But the upside of creating a realistic ideal week is that it reminds you of the good things you'd like to have in your life that are relatively accessible. All that stands between me and my husband going out to dinner every other Friday night or so is looking at our calendars and arranging to have it happen. Since I work from home, going out to lunch feels like a treat to me, and I should take the initiative to invite people I find interesting, or just go myself. If I know I like evening walks with kids one-on-one, -on -one, I should do that when I find myself in the situation where another adult is in the house to watch the other kids, but there's some downtime. I think it can also be useful to create a template of a realistic ideal week and then track an actual week. Time tracking is helpful in general, 
but it can be enlightening to compare a week that actually happened with this realistic ideal. Where do things match? Hopefully they do somewhere. Where do they diverge? No doubt this happens too. But when you see it, you can ask why and figure out if there's anything to be done about that. Maybe nothing can be done, but maybe something can, and that's good to figure out. So take some time today to think about what your realistic ideal week would look like. How would you spend your 168 hours? How are you spending them now? I hope, over time, we can bring these two schedules very close together. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening, and here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.